Hello again, everybody. This is Brother Chooch for Thinking Out Loud About the End Times. This is Night Watch and Nighttime Fellowship for those who are waiting for the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to pull us out of this bistro of bank failures and into the clouds where we will see him face to face for the first time and be changed. And then he'll take us to the place that he has been preparing for us for about... 2,000 years, and we'll be with him forevermore. So welcome, and thank you for taking some of your precious time to tune into TOL Nightwatch. As you know, earlier today, the TOL Board of Directors has made, have made a executive decision to increase RAPCON status 3, RAPCON 3, to RAPCON 2. So that's highly significant. So we went from um, high watch time to um, a very high watch time. We want to be able to understand that the reason why the board decided to go from RAPCON 3 to RAPCON 2 is because of several factors. One is, is that signs are showing more and more that the economic bubble is about to burst. And that will usher in a new economic system, a new economic beast system, which I have the great privilege of hosting tomorrow night our good brother Tyler from Generation 2434 will be coming on TOL and discussing with me what is going on and what is leading up to the beast system. All right, so I hope that you guys could tune in tomorrow night for that. Some other factors that uh, created an urgency to change RAPCON status from three to two is we're also getting into that season, spring, summer, where we see at TOLN times uh, more of aligning with scripture and the typologies in scripture of the church getting raptured during spring or summer, which is pretty, pretty exciting. We've never been big on a winter rapture we have been big on a spring, summer, even late summer rapture. Why do you say that? Well, it has to do with the harvest seasons. Jesus was uh, resurrected during the barley harvest. In fact, during the first fruits of the barley harvest, on the day celebrated as the Feast of First Fruits, that's when Jesus was resurrected. It seems that the wheat uh, appears to be related to, in Scripture, the church. Okay? So we are excited about the season of the wheat harvest because that could coincide with the time when the church gets raptured. At least we hope for that. So we got that going on. The other thing we got going on is um, 
the fact that it's 2023-2024 seems to be lining up with the time where celestial pointers and indicators that have happened in 2014 and 2015 and 2017 are pointing to this time range of 23 and 24. It also might even be a Shemitah year. We also have looked at how things lined up with Abraham from uh, 1948 is when Israel became a nation again, but 1948 years after the creation of Adam and Eve, Abraham was born. And he left Hebron in 2023 years after creation. And also God established the covenant with Abraham 2030 years after creation. So could that be a connection? Because we know Ab Abraham's the father of nations, certainly the father of Israel. With Abraham's birth, Abraham leaving Hebron, and also Abraham having that unconditional covenant that God made with him, that 2023 and 2020, uh, 2030 are lining up, perhaps, with God's timeline. The other thing that we have to look closely at is all the wars and rumors of wars that have been taking place in the very well of 2023, war could break out. So these are just some of the things that are creating um, us to look up and be excited about what can 2023 uh, be, prophetically speaking. What can it be? How will it play out? And so here we are in middle of March, moving towards the spring season, moving towards the uh, Jew, true Jewish New Year based on uh, the way the Bible lines up the beginning of the year. So there's these are exciting times. Personally, personally, I'm happy we're past, we're getting past the winter season because the winter season to me is never um, the best time to be watching. So let me just pause and ask if, if you, can you guys hear me better? Because I think I solved the problem of why this microphone has given me some challenges the last few episodes. There's a dial on this called gain. See this dial over here? It's called gain. I'm not sure what gain means. Gain is not volume. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to test this, okay? And tell me on your end if you hear a difference when I move the gain dial. Because this was on, like, this was all the way like this. Can you guys hear me as well now, or did it go down? I don't know. Does that, does this sound better? Okay, so it, it did sound lower. Huh. Okay, it did go down. All right. So we solved the mystery. Unfortunately, I'm not really good with technology, so I had that down for like three or four things and 
uh, videos and you guys were now, now it's working fine. So good. The other thing is we like to wear orange here, right? So it is getting warmer and I don't want to wear my orange beanie. So I bought a case. Got a case of headbands, okay? So the, so this way, we could still sport the orange and, um, and also not um, have any fashion faux pas, I guess you would call that. But I want to show you another thing if you would pause for one second because there's another thing I would like to present to you in the fashion world. Hang on. Okay, so as you know, TOL has um, has been working with sealed apparel. Okay, sealed apparel, and if you go to sealed in Christ, sealedinchrist.com. You can buy merchandise. Now, let me just say, because I know people get all, you know, up in arms like, oh, Rochuch is trying to make money from his subs. I mean, if you want to send me money, yeah, that's fine. I'm kidding. Um, but uh, TOL and I don't, I don't, I'm not going to make any money from sales of this shirt. But if you are a fan of TOL and you want some merchandise, this is a shirt you can buy. And I think it's like $14.95 for the shirt. And if you, you could buy a hoodie for more money. But I this was a design that I had worked with Brother Adam at Sealed, sealedforchrist.com. And go under the Watchman collection, and then you could get a T-shirt if you want. Okay, now I'm, I'm like OCD-ish, so I drove... Bro, Adam, nuts with all of my revisions until we got it just right. So if you're interested, whatever time's left, this might be a good T-shirt for those left behind. Because if they read the scripture here, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 16 to 18, they will see that 
the true reason of why we disappeared, right? Okay. So, so much for our commercial time. So there are reasons to believe that 2023 can be the year. Personally, I believe that 2023 and possibly 2023 and 2024 are very important years. And I really can't see us going beyond those two years, but it's possible. It's, of course, it's possible. We have to keep our eyes focused on what's going on. I think one of the biggest concerns right now is the possibility that they're going to blow up the economy and usher in the um, the monetary system that they want to, to usher in. So what have we seen? We have seen bank failures. I believe there's a possibility we could see more bank failures. We have seen quite a few weird things in 2023. We've seen balloons. We've seen, I mean, we've heard of balloons. I guess we've seen balloons. We've heard and seen um, at least reports of UFOs. We've heard and seen in the news train wrecks and chemical events, um, processing plants, food processing plants exploding. We've seen threats and rumors of wars happening. Now we're seeing bank failures. I mean, it's bizarre. It's weird. But at the same time, it's kind of expected. Well, what about mothership? Thanks, uh, Hannah War. We, the mothership is in the galaxy, right? So when mothership gets here, I think the rapture is going to happen at the same time. I mean, if picture like you, you ever watch like Independence Day or uh, a movie about UFOs, but they have pretty good special effects and they show like this huge mothership over Washington, D.C. or New York City. And could you imagine if something like that actually appeared on the day of the rapture? How people would buy it? Hook, line, and sinker? And so in the end of it all, of all the bizarre things that have happened, this is the scariest thing of all, I believe. Of all the craziness that has happened, people are still going about their business. It's sort of like ant colony mentality. You ever go and during the summer you see an anthill, maybe a crack in your driveway, an anthill was created, and you go over the anthill with your lawnmower and you mess up the anthill. What happens when you mess up an anthill? You ever notice that? You ever look at the ants and see what they do when you mess up an anthill? They all work frantically. It depends on how bad it got messed up. 
but they all work frantically. They grab their eggs. Um, they bury themselves out. But if you go back in a few days, you may notice the anthill is back, <laughs> back where uh, it was. And it looks like it did. So what do ants do? Ants go through their procedures, whatever, and they reestablish their anthill or they'll start another one somewhere else. And then they go back to doing what they do to survive. They go out looking for food and they take care of the queen and they put the eggs where they need to be. And that's the same thing that people do. People go about their business. And if there's a crisis like a tornado or a hurricane, or people get their houses rebuilt, they go back, eventually go back to how they were living. And that's, ex that, you know, we had a pandemic. Um, is it still here? Yeah, technically. But people have gone, people have gone back to their football stadiums. People have gone back to their casinos. People have returned back to work. People have gone back to their concerts. I mean, it will go on as long as it possibly can go on. Day in and day out. And here's the thing that is really, I think, incredible, is that God himself has to intervene on our behalf because things are working in such a way where we're on the cusp of destroying ourselves and destroying the planet. And if God doesn't intervene on our behalf, the earth and the world as we know it will be destroyed. I believe. That's my hypothesis. So I've been reading the book of Revelation and other parts of scripture that speak about the end times since I've been a teenager. I've read it numerous times. But one thing that is playing out, which I don't know if I fully grasped this, but hear me out. The elite group that is basically being um, are under Satan's control and power and influence are working in such a way to, to literally destroy the planet and mankind. Whether it means messing with their DNA, having them become half robot, half computer, half human, trying to create life, replicate life, clone life. Man has tried to take the position of playing God. And also man has done such a horrific job of being stewards of this planet that we are killing the planet. Now, I'm not getting into, I don't believe in climate change or global warming, but we're still killing the planet. 
I read somewhere that by 2050, there's going to be more plastic in the ocean than there are fish. You know, our oceans are in a crisis, absolute crisis with, with the pollution of plastics and microplastics. I just watched a documentary. You know the, the tuna safe that is on your can of tuna fish? That's a joke. The dolphin safe, I'm sorry. The dolphin safe label on your cans of tuna, that's a joke. Dolphins are still getting caught and still getting thrown overboard dead or half half dead. And your tuna cans still say dolphin safe. Chemtrails and what they put in the air. What's in your public drinking water? What's in your foods? What's in your medicines? Should say our, our medicine, our food, our air, because I'm, I'm using the same stuff you guys are using. I mean, I'm convinced they put something in the water that makes you lose your hair. So I believe that even the people that are saying to you, the people that are saying to you, we need to save our, the, our planet, I believe are actually the ones who are destroying it. So why am I bringing that up? Because, because Jesus is going to intervene partly because we're ready to destroy his creation, which is humans, animals, and the planet. Sad to say. Sad to say. And so at the end of the day, we can't have our head in the sand. We should be thankful that the Lord is going to intervene on our behalf because we're messing things up pretty bad. And those who are under Satan's control are really messing things up purposefully. So let me read you this first. This is Revelation chapter 11, verse 18. And the nations were angry, and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead, that they should be judged, and that thou, hast, that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and them that fear thy name, small and great, and shouldest destroy them that destroy the earth. Hmm. So there's going to come a time where God is going to destroy them that destroy the earth. Now, who's the ones destroying the earth? It very clearly indicates in the book of Revelation that they are, there are people who are destroying the earth, and God's going to destroy them. So as we see all this thing, all these things happening, we have to understand that what man is doing is not okay. God has made man in his image. And I heard from another fellow believer, he brought up a good point. He said one really important reason why God 
probably will intervene in the affairs of man is when man starts messing with things like our DNA, that God who has made man in his image, that he will have to intervene. He did it during the time of Noah. And I think he's going to do it again. I'm not going to get into the whole thing with the um, the angels and the Nephilim and what happened there. But there's a good chance that the DNA in a much earlier time in human history was being altered and God had to intervene and destroy that before it corrupted all flesh. And we might be seeing that right around the corner. <clears throat> the other thing, and I might touch on this tomorrow with Tyler, is the Antichrist and Satan, because they're going to be such liars and such deceivers, I would not be surprised that in relation to the mark of the beast, whatever that might be, because we know it's for buying and selling, but I believe that it will go beyond that. I believe that this mark will go beyond just buying and selling. I, I totally agree, as the scripture says, that you will not be able to buy or sell without the mark. But I would not be surprised if a lie is presented that with the technology that is given to buy and sell this chip or this whatever it is uh tattoo whatever it may be that's obviously going to be connected to our technology will be marketed at some point as providing um health to be disease-free and perhaps for eternal life or be immortal. Now, I know that sounds ridiculous. And the reason why I think that is plausible is they're, first of all, they're talking about it now. The elites are talking about at some point in the future, uh, certainly probably not their plans for all mankind because they want the earth to be depopulated, not populated. But they want the technology to be able to be eternal. And we know that eternal life comes only from the Lord. Jesus has offered us eternal life by him shedding his blood on the cross and pay the full price for our sins. And he rose again. We believe and trust in him. We have eternal life with him. But the counterfeit Antichrist, pseudo-Christ, and Satan, I think is eventually going to sell the lie that if you take this mark, you will not die. Because this technology will allow us to let you live without end. And it's, obviously it's a lie. But we do know one thing about Satan is that he likes to imitate God. I mean, the unholy trinity, right? You have an unholy trinity. Satan, 
the Antichrist, and the false prophet. Satan is a, a false god, false god the father. The Antichrist is a false son of God. And the false prophet is a fake Holy Spirit. There's only one true father, and there's only one true son, and there's only one true Holy Spirit. There's three persons, there's one God, and lo and behold... The great imitator, the great deceiver, tries to replicate that. So I think that he's going to try to replicate the offer of eternal life. To live forever on earth and let the Antichrist be the fake Messiah. Now this is all speculation. I don't know how much mental energy you should put into it, but it's just a speculative thought about the end times. That may not be the case. But I'm going to ask you guys anyways in a poll. All right, so do you believe, I'm going to put the AC as Antichrist, uh, AC will offer Mortality with the mark of the beast, which is the MOB. Okay, you guys vote for me because it sounds a bit far fetched, doesn't it? Do you believe the AC will offer immortality with the mark of the beast? I mean, it sounds far fetched, but he is such a copycat imitator. Because he wants to be as God, that I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put him, put it past him at all. The other, the other thing I want to bring up is, um, and I think I've mentioned this before, but things are moving so fast technologically. And we understand that there still needs to be seven more years, seven more years of tribulation before we even get to the second coming. So I believe it's going to be rapture coinciding with war, perhaps World War III, Ezekiel 38, 39, maybe Psalm 83 and the such. Then the man of this man of the hour is going to come on the scene and offer peace. And there's going to be a seven year. Uh, there's going to be a covenant that's been strengthened. I think it's going to come from the Abrahamic Accords. And then, you know, the, the seven year time of Jacob's trouble will commence and conclude at the second coming. But the technology that we have right now and the way it's advancing to the degree it is, I think that there is a shelf life or a limit to the prophecies in the book of Revelation and Daniel and even uh, Zechariah where we could get too technically, technologically advanced where the prophecies in those books won't seem to fit anymore. Now, 
when we think about the mark of the beast, there has to be some sort of computer system, RFID chip in place where you could buy and sell and everything could be tracked and recorded and, and, and data could be made and you could turn off the chip and you can't buy, you know, that technology's here. But it is possible that even someday that may become obsolete. When you read the part in Revelation where it says that the two witnesses lay in the streets for three days, no one buries them, and then they're resurrected and pulled into heaven and the whole world sees it. 20 years ago, Technologically speaking, that probably wouldn't have been possible unless there happens to be um, a news camera there at just the right time to record the event. But today, with smartphones and everything, that could go viral and the whole world could see it on their tech technological devices uh, around the moment or very close to that moment. So we know we're in that zone where the technology is matching up with what is described prophetically in the Bible. But it's possible if we wait too much longer that things are going to be obsolete. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because if we're indeed in that bang zone, which I believe we are, there's a time limit, I think, where things are going to need to be fulfilled. Now, Pope Francis, right? Pope Francis really does a good job of fitting the criteria, I believe, of the false prophet. Now, I can't say more. I personally believe that there's a 95% chance that he's, he is the false prophet. It's possible that he could he could pass and the person after him meets the criteria even even more. But for some reason, I just think Pope Francis fits the bill pretty good. This guy is 86 years old. This December, he's going to be 87. That's kind of old. And we know, based on scripture... That whoever the false prophet is, he's going to be alive for the entire tribulation period because it speaks of him in the Antichrist being bodily cast into the lake of fire at the second coming. Pope Francis is 86. He's going to be 87. So if the tribulation period starts in 2023 or 2024, Pope Francis, if he's the guy, would be 93, 94 at the end of the tribulation period. Now, don't get me wrong, with Satan's empowerment and backing, he might be very spry and sharp throughout the whole tribulation period. In fact, the false prophet could be 100 years old at the end of the tribulation period. However, 
um, it just makes you wonder how much longer can this guy fit the bill if the years keep advancing? All right, so these are some loose, maybe Lucy Goose rapture thoughts. And it really is a thinking out loud episode. I mean, this is what TOL is really about. Just sort of talking about these thoughts in our head about the end times. Let's see how our poll is doing. So the question presented was, do you believe the Antichrist will offer immortality with the mark of the beast? And there's... 283 votes, and 84% of them have said yes. 84% of you who voted said yes, that the Antichrist will offer immortality with the mark of the beast. And only 16% of you said no. So I'm actually surprised at the high number there. That's a pretty good number. So I'm going to close this poll. More votes are coming in right now, but it seems like it's 8416 I'll stop it when we're at 300. We have 295 votes now. I don't know if five more votes is going to change the numbers or not. It's possible, but I'm not sure. 297 votes, 299 votes, 300, and it's it's still 8416. So I close that out. So I'm just going to give you guys a chance right now in the live feed, is there any other specula speculations, thoughts that you have about either the days we're in right now or what's going to happen in the near future? I'll, I'll read a few of yours. So if you want, you could post in the live chat any speculations that you have. Don't make it lengthy about what's going on right now, what's going to happen in the near future that you speculate that it may be a possibility. Danny Chavez says Jesus is coming back soon. Okay, that's a good speculation, and that's probably accurate. Kitten Paw says Psalm 83 war is coming soon. Very good. Lovelock says maybe cannibalism. With with what's going on in the world, I wouldn't shock me if that at the at the trajectory we're going, that that's gonna be brought up. Rapture at Easter. And that's Jackie Chambers. Um, digital currency, the Captain Jack Skirk. Hyperinflation is coming. That's from ha uh, Val. Or is it Hal or Val? Val Halloran. Red Heifer is being sacrificed by Denise Robinson. That's There's a strong possibility with that one. I like that. Lit Chibler or Chipper, Ezekiel 38, and the earthquake in Israel is coming. Mm. And let's see. 
Hope wins, says earthquakes and plagues. Sydney G says WW3 starts. We're worth three starts. Oof. Uh, let's read a few more of these here. Rebecca H says CBDC offered as answer and prevention of volatility in recession. Amen. I see that coming. Definitely. Uh, Sherry sees another pandemic. Matt Bear Bargeron says sudden destruction. Leslie Ann says no pets left behind. That'd be wonderful for pet owners. And just for FYI, Griff says his wife is out of town and he's eating top ramen, uh, ramen noodles, I guess, tonight. Tamara says Damascus will be a heap of runes. Danny Shabbos says nukes come down, we go up. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Tierhair says mandatory medical bracelets. I don't know if they're going to be bracelets, Cheryl. Ann Liss Clark says heavy persecution persecution for Christians. I agree. Heather Ogusen, the 15-minute cities will come. Oceana, more UFO reports. James 1, verse 2 says famine and inflation. Patty Ward says digital currency push. Connor Richard says, no, I'm sorry, Linda K says carbon footprint score. B. Holgum predicts a red flag event next week on 322. Luter92 says tax on the air we breathe. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. Shelby Neal says Yellowstone eruption. Technically, Big Tech says nukes coming down in 2026. Hickory Hill Farm says banks offer 10K to go CBDC. Rebecca H. says social credit scores impacting purchases on debit and on credit cards. Barbara Gus says California major quake. Teresa says, Teresa B. says unnatural tsunami west and east coast. KJ7ALV says high unemployment. I know I'm going past a few, but some of these are really interesting. Sandy Aaron says stocks are going to crash. Two 
2D, says Three Days of Darkness. Annalise Clark says Long Lines for Gas and for Food. Hmm. Jean Marie says No Real Food. Carol Sims says Cassadia Earthquake. Joy Adams says Paper Money Going Away. Myers Power says Mystery Babylon Destroyed in One Hour with Fire. Oceana says Grid Going Down. See, if somebody tunes in right now, they're going to say, what a bunch of pessimists. But we read our Bible, we know judgment's coming, right? Rima Hardy says chaos after the rapture. HS Blessing says tsunami in the coast of America. We'll end it with this. Lucia Pochapova says final rapture. And that's what we're hoping for. So of all the bad, th I mean, there's bad things happening right now, guys, but this is nothing compared to what's coming. We are thankful that we are in Christ Jesus. We are the bride of Christ. He's coming. Our bridegroom is coming soon to snatch us away. And so all the scary things that can possibly happen just gives us more confidence that he's closer and closer to coming for his bride. So be of good cheer. Don't be anxious. Keep looking up for the time of our redemption draws nigh. Again, as a reminder, tune in tomorrow night at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time to watch Bro Chad from Generation 2434 come on TOLN Times as we discuss the coming beast system with myself. Thanks for tuning in, and as always, hope to see you here, there, but especially in the air. God bless.